Hi, you're listening to Get Site Control Insider, a monthly podcast where we discuss marketing tips to help e-commerce businesses grow. In this episode, we've covered everything you need to know about gathering customer feedback, five types of feedback, five ways to collect it, and five ideas for implementing it in your strategy. Let's dive right in. As an e-commerce brand owner, you have to make important decisions every day. And you can make better informed decisions if you create a habit of collecting customer feedback regularly. You'll know what your customers value most and what they feel is missing in your online store. So, how do you understand what's going on in your customers' minds? Let's start with five types of customer data you can collect to find out. Number one, post-purchase surveys. Picture this. You've just converted a visitor into a customer. Awesome. But you can turn that conversion into something even more valuable by collecting immediate post-purchase feedback. Did your customer hesitate before purchasing? If so, what made them almost not buy? How was the checkout process? The data you obtain will help you win back some of the sales you may be losing. Plus, you're showing your new customers that you care about their experience. You can start with a star rating scale for quick feedback, but you should also give customers an option to leave comments. Number two, customer satisfaction survey. Customer satisfaction is the type of data people typically think about when discussing customer feedback as a whole. And while it can take many forms, it boils down to one question. How satisfied are customers with your products, customer service, and shopping experience? Here are some questions you can ask to understand customer satisfaction. What did you like most about our products? What did you dislike the most about our products? If there was one thing you could change about our products, customer service, or checkout process, what would it be? How likely are you to purchase again from us? Why did you choose our product over a competitor's? You don't have to include all these questions in your surveys. The longer the survey is, the more people will drop off before completing it, but the more valuable each answer will be. Check the link in the episode description to find out more examples of questions you can ask. Number three, cart abandonment survey. Abandoned carts are the bane of the e-commerce brands. So why does your customers change their mind before checking out? Is the experience too complicated? Is it the payment options? The best way to find out is to ask using a survey. Cart abandonment surveys are an alternative to abandoned cart emails. The difference is, instead of trying to win the sale back, you're trying to find out what the issue is and help your customer resolve it. Send this survey to the abandoned cart customers via email or display it right on the website using the exit intent technology. Number four, customer loyalty. Are your customers loyal to your brand? Or are they one bad interaction away from switching to your competitors? Customer loyalty surveys can help you to calculate your net promoter score, which is a value between 1 and 10. It represents how likely customers are to recommend your brand. Evaluating customer loyalty can help you fix the issues that are pushing customers away, which, in turn, can help you gain more repeat customers and find superfans who can become your brand ambassadors. To collect your net promoter score, all you need to do is ask your customers, how likely are you to recommend name of your brand, to a friend or family member. Then give respondents a choice from 1 to 10 and calculate the average value. Number 5. 
Proactive troubleshooting. All of the examples I've just mentioned focus on trying to fix a problem that has already happened. But you can also be proactive by using dynamic forms. For example, you can create an inactivity survey that appears when a website visitor stays on a product page or checkout page for a long time without proceeding. When this happens, it's good practice to ask whether there's something stopping them from purchasing. You may discover that your customers are comparing the product price on different websites, searching for more information, or looking for a way to ask you a question. Now, to collect all five types of customer data, you need different survey types. Let's quickly cover them as well. First, you might need dynamic website forms. Dynamic website forms and pop-ups can be triggered based on customer behaviors so that you can collect feedback as just at the right moment. Dynamic pop-ups are ideal for all five types of customer feedback, especially post-purchase and cart abandonment. And for proactive customer feedback, they're critical. While you can create triggers to send emails based on customer behaviors, customers won't immediately see those emails. On the other hand, they'll see pop-ups while they're scrolling your website, which allows you to take action before it's too late. Second, you can survey customers during live chat conversations. Live chat boxes are a great way to collect customer feedback. Whether you've got a live agent available or rely on AI instead, live chat tools can help you guide your customers in the right direction after you've collected the feedback. Live chat is especially useful when you have a real person available to speak to customers. When this happens, you can have an organic conversation with real shoppers. Your team member can ask follow-up survey questions to gain more insight on any answers they receive. It's the closest you can get to speaking to customers one-on-one -on -one in a brick-and-mortar setting. The third type of surveys you should use is email surveys. You're probably collecting your customers' emails during checkout. Why not take advantage of that and survey them directly? And because surveys are promotional material, you don't need your customers to opt into your email list to ask for their opinion. As long as they've purchased from you, you're good to go. Using email is ideal to send surveys that are longer than just one or two questions. You can use them for general customer satisfaction surveys, product reviews, and customer loyalty surveys. Because you have more information about email contacts than you have about random website visitors, you can send more tailored surveys. For example, you can ask for feedback about specific products or collections. You could even send a survey to longtime customers about what they like and don't like about your newest collections compared to your older products. Number four, social media polls. Social media polls doesn't give you the personalized touch you get from email, but it can reach a wider audience. Keep in mind that a social media audience will be more general than the people on your email list or your website visitors. That means social media isn't the place to ask about customer satisfaction or loyalty brand. For example, you can create polls on social media to get some ideas of what your customers prefer or what they think about your new product. Finally, you should collect reviews from third-party websites because that's valuable feedback too. The best part about this method is that you don't need to do any additional asking. Instead, you can check out what your customers wrote on third-party websites, such as Trustpilot, Reddit, or any other platform that's relevant for your niche. It's also a good idea to ask your customers to leave these reviews. If you don't ask, you can't be certain your customers will proactively visit these sites when they have something positive to say. 
I hope you have a few ideas to start collecting feedback from your customers. Now, here are five ideas for what to do with it. First, inform your messaging and copywriting. Let's say you need to revamp your website copy or come up with a brand new social media strategy. You want to attract your ideal customer's attention with on-brand messaging that resonates. Skip the guessing game and use your voice of customer data. There are two main ways it can influence your messaging. For one, you understand your customer's avatar's personality. Plus, you'll be able to adopt the exact language they use to talk about your products. So, whenever you review your messaging or write copy for your store, you can ask yourself, what would my ideal customer resonate with? You can even pull direct quotes from the customer feedback forms to make your copy more realistic. For example, let's say you're selling loungewear that looks good enough to turn on your camera during a Zoom meeting. Before gathering customer feedback, your tagline could sound like, calm and comfort without compromising your fashion sense. But after collecting customer feedback, you realize your ideal customer doesn't care about being fashionable. One of your customers may even say she feels ashamed of the disapproving scowl her boss gave her the last time she wore a loose hoodie to a Zoom call. With that information, you could rework your tagline to something like, cozy loungewear your boss approves of. With your customer's permission, you could even use their feedback in social media posts or emails to provide some social proof. Number two, customer feedback can help you improve your products. There are endless possibilities for improving any type of product, but there is one objective best choice. Your customers can help you decide which improvements take priority, but they can also help you spot improvement opportunities you wouldn't have thought of on your own. Even a team with a solid quality assurance process won't have the same perspective as a paying customer. That's why it's so important to collect feedback consistently so you can see a trend when it starts growing. Number three, build a better customer service experience. Products aren't the only part of your online store you can improve. The feedback you receive can help you provide better customer service too. For instance, your insights may show whether you should hire a new customer service rep or shipping company, or if you need to rework your onboarding. Wondering what else customer feedback can help you with? It can help you fix a broken sales funnel. Your sales funnel is the process every customer goes through, from first contact to purchase. It usually looks something like this. Click through an ad to your website. Navigate to your website. Add products in their cart. Start the checkout process. Complete checkout information. Purchase confirmed. But if you've got some broken steps in that process, your bounce rate and cart abandonment rate may be higher than average. For example, is your homepage too slow to load? Does it take too many steps to complete the checkout process? Is the proceed to checkout button hard to find? Use what you learn from your customer feedback to patch any holes in your sales and checkout process. And finally, develop new product ideas. Just like product improvement, there are endless directions in which you could take your new product development. But what's more likely to sell? What products do your most loyal customers want to see? Based on what they like and dislike about your existing products, you can develop new product ideas. You can even ask for product suggestions if that's a route you're willing to take. Five types of customer feedback, five collection methods, and five ways to put that feedback into use. Now you have plenty of ideas to start collecting insights. 
And if you're now looking for an app to create dynamic website surveys, look no further. With GitSite Control, you can collect post-purchase feedback, survey abandoning customers, ask inactive customers what's holding them back, and more. Head over to the episode description for templates and examples. Thank you for listening. Until next time.